Well, hello. I'm Amelia Myers. I'm Jason Rosenwald. And this, and this is, is Married, married to Hollywood. Hollywood, where we break down the good, the bad, and the ugly about being married to each other and the industry. I feel like that was a different intro that you normally do. It wasn't. That's what I've done every single time. Really? This one just might have been a little more colorful. I, th- I think I held the hello a little longer because we haven't done this in what feels I think like a month. Forty-five. We're years. back. It's been a minute. Yeah. Um, thank you to all of those who were reaching out, going, "When's your next episode?" <laughs> that was really. They're like, "We miss you." Um, that meant a lot. Yeah. We were we were surprised we were getting we're that many um, responses and requests like that. Yeah, so that's hi. Nice. We're back. It's nice to feel listened to. It <laughs> is. It is, especially in these bizarro, bizarro times, times of our world. Yeah. Um, how are you, babe? Um, uh, so many emotions, all the emotions. <laughs> um, overall, I'm feeling pretty good, pretty positive. Um, that when you just like, when I'm compartmentalizing my life right now, which is I feel like the only way to deal with what's happening. Yeah, I feel very good. When I break good. down certain parts of it, I'm very anxious. Yeah. When you take in the financial component, the housing component, <laughs> the employment component. There's a lot going on, but guys. I'm very happy <laughs> with my life overall. Yeah. As challenging as it may be. What about you? Uh, I sort I pretty much echo that. You know, I mean we're healthy, we're safe, and, mm-hmm. and that's really all that matters. Yeah. Um I am notorious, as you know, for going, oh, my situation's not that bad. Look at other people who have it so much worse. And I do that in so many mm-hmm. aspects of my life. And one thing that we have always tried to work on as a couple, but then one thing for me personally is to sit in my feelings and actually acknowledge if something is stressful or mm-hmm. hard. Um, and it's it's hard for me to do that right now because there are so many people who can't even buy food, who can't, you yeah. know, it's, so There's your mind so starts to spiral. Much more greatly than we are. But we much are greater? having more, some real... Challenges. Stressful challenges right now. We nipped one in the bud today, which was very proud of us. We have a new neighbor. Oh, that wasn't even on my radar. That wasn't even one I was well, going to say. Because we handled it. Because we handled it like a boss. We did. We did. Um, we have a neighbor who seems very nice. She's lovely. However, she, she didn't realize she was in. moving in next door to a young family. To a young family. And so on her first night, there was loud music till uh, midnight. And there was smoke that was coming through our vents. Well, not smoke. Like we could... Well, it was weed. She was she it was smoking. Like, it smelled like marijuana cigarettes. And when we <laughs> went to put Lila down for a nap today, her room reeked. reeked. Like I and almost didn't want to put her. It made yeah. me so nauseous. I almost didn't want to put her down in there. And we were like, "What do we do?" But we're in negotiations with our landlord right now, which are a whole to do. Yeah. And I was like, "We're not gonna mess with that." And so we, I wrote up a letter, and we, then I was like, we, "Jason, what do you think of yeah. this?" And then. <laughs> We, I taped it to their door. their door and I left our phone numbers and, and she reached out and we talked and it's all cool. Um, but yeah, that wasn't even what I was going to mention. Yeah, no, because we handled it like a boss. <laughs> like a boss. Like a boss. Oh my God. <laughs> That's uh, Lala and Gina. Um, wow. Yeah. But, you know, it's it's <laughs> trying to get back on track to what I was saying. There are so many things to be grateful for, but that doesn't negate things that we are experiencing mm-hmm. as a couple, as a family, as artists, as mm-hmm. uh, husband and wife. You know, there are just so many things. The industry is shut down for who knows how long. Now they're saying possibly October. They canceled the summer 
Hollywood Bowl series for the first time in 98 years today, which is completely understandable yeah. and justified, but it's sad and kind of sheds well, light, very, I think, on the severity yeah. of how much longer things are going to be going on in a way that well, people well, aren't going to be... Uh, there's and there's Happy so many with. there's so many tiers to it um, as far as the entertainment industry is concerned, um, which I would say like taking it apart, you can look at different industries in different ways, um, like shipping and receiving, the Amazons of the world, the postal service, which please buy stamps. Everyone buy Everyone. stamps. <laughs> we are not sponsored Go by the post, post post office. We are please. not. Neither are we um, by. Um, John Oliver. John Oliver, but, but go, go on John Oliver. He 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 did a specific site. Last stamp tonight. Yes, last stamp tonight, and you can get actual last uh, last week tonight, week tonight stamps. stamps. And we're gonna do that. Support yeah. the postal. Do not let it um, yeah. shut down because that would be very bad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but to everybody who's in shipping and receiving, like their jobs have not gotten easier. People in the medical industry world, they've been champions and like our president likes to say they've been warriors they actually are fighting something and are actual warriors the rest of us aren't we're being quite lucky um to not just to not be in the front lines of that um those of us who are going back into work in retail i recently got recalled from furlough and yes this is part of the thing jason got brought back from furlough and he starts saturday. on saturday yeah. and we are understandably nervous and apprehensive, but, but at the same time grateful. Way. And yeah. he's actually excited, which I can I can respect. It's been yeah. eight weeks of being at home together constantly, which on one hand has been amazing, but on the other, you know, I'm normally the one who holds down the home front. And we've been sharing those duties a lot, which has been great. Duties, which have been great, but, but it at is, the same it's time, a lot. I've lost my purpose to a certain degree, especially in this last month. Um, been looking at some really great job opportunities to take me out of the world of retail as a day job and yeah. maybe move into producing which would be as a phenomenal. career, which would be great because then I could, you know, be married to this Hollywood thing full time, yeah. not just in my part time, also married <laughs> to my wife who's married to Hollywood. Yep. Yep. Um, the second social distancing uh, series song yeah. was released, Born to Run. That was a blast. I know I kind of touched upon it last time because I was yeah, getting you, ready to record it. I think you dropped the holy um, shnikes thing. But oh no, no, I know I said that because yeah. goodness, that your piano. hands were shaking. Not just shaking the forearms. I was like in pain for three <laughs> days. It was it was nuts, uh, but it was wonderful. And we're gearing up for the next one. I have to lay it down the next few days. Which we're doing is, good vibrations. Yeah. So it's, which we all need right now. It's been really uh, fun to have that bit of an artistic outlet because it really has been the only artistic outlet since being here. Yeah. Um, and in this whole space. So that, that's been nice. Um, and then, you a few know, auditions here and there, a few auditions here and there, but it's been, yeah. you know, it's, getting, it's weird. It's weird. It's, it's weird. just weird. Everything is so weird. And normally right now, you know, it's May, it's upfront. Normally things are like gung ho, here we go, yeah. coming out of pilot season and about to go on the summer somewhat break, but it's always ongoing now. Mm. And our last few summers have actually been on the busier side. And so, you know... Well, heading, well, they released some of the fall premiere schedules, which is cool. Which is very cool. Um, that's exciting for the shows. A uh, uh, few few friends, some of their shows got picked up. Some of their shows got moved to other stations, so they might get renewed. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah. Um, so that'll be fun in the fall, especially since there's no new content yeah. aside from what was shot last year and held. And there's uh, an there's interesting that. thing that's developing um, in certain counties... 
in Southern California, like Riverside County is completely open right now. Well, not completely open, but like significantly relaxed. Yes. So you mentioned this. So you were saying how productions might just move there. There already are productions going on in Riverside County. Yes, but then it's going to flood Riverside and then COVID's going to spike and then it's all going to get shut down again. Like it's... Here's here's (laughs) my thing. Yeah. What do you think about this? Um... I think if people are responsible, which people are known to not be, but if all of us act responsibly, responsible people, and we all act respectfully and we all conduct our lives as though we ourselves have the uh, COVID-19, even though hopefully you don't, even you go in public, you know, socially distance, wear a mask. If you have to be at work, Socially distance, wear a mask. If you can telecommute, telecommute. If you can virtually interact with clients or people, do that. Right. But, I mean, they just said the stay-at-home orders extended through. But people are going to need but people income. Are, people need income. Which, at a certain point, you're like, all right, cool. That's what we have a government for to be a backstop for that. But unfortunately, um, the leadership in our government at a federal level okay. and even at a state level. I was going to say, I don't, I don't want to get political, but it, this is. It's an interesting the time. It's worst hard not administration to, be to be handling a situation like this. Well, so it's 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 not just uh, that. It's that um, it's an administration that chose to make it a political circumstance. Um, and it, it's weird. It's weird. Um, I would say, um, there's so many things going on, COVID amongst them. Um, there's, is it uh, Ahmed Arbery? Yeah. Back in February, yeah. um, there's Brianna. I can't remember her last name. Oh, my name. gosh. Oh, no, no, no. I know. DMT. I, I just saw this today. Um, I'm not on social media very much. I really do need to get on there more, but I saw that today and cried. Yeah. And um, that happened a month ago. And yeah. why is it only now? Well, because it, it, it highlights, and I mean, this can dovetail into us watching the series Hollywood, which we Oh, yeah. We loved. should talk about that. But... Um, one of the systemic problems in Western culture, I think, particularly the United States, um, since we live there, I really can only speak to that in my experience here, is we have gotten so used to minimizing, like culturally, we've gotten so used to minimizing the experience of people of color that the only way for certain aspects of the justice system to actually support them yeah. is through public outcry. Sadly, and it's also just violence as a whole, but specifically but yeah, towards... But like the yeah. ju- like the justice system, like pe- people of color should not be forced to live in squalor and no. violence because they happen to be of color. I, it's and that's disheartening. That's political. That's our Department of Justice. Yeah. That's our education system. It, like it is so systemically built in that watching... Hollywood on Netflix. It, it's super stylized version. We had a couple of people say, watch it and let us know yeah, what my you mom. think. Your mom and, and other people as well. And so we did, and <laughs> spoiler alert, so I don't know if, uh, you know if you plan on watching and haven't watched it. The first three episodes really... Are, um, uh, gratuitously sexy and gratuitously sleeping to get to your top. They got under my skin. <laughs> they got under my skin because... It was prevalent then. It's prevalent now. It's it even with the Me be. Too movement. It's never going away. And the, there are so the, many I mean, a, the stories I could tell of, oh, if I had done this, my career would look very different. There's a reason why prostitution is considered the oldest profession. It's because it's the one thing people will always trade in, the flesh. 
and it's disgusting. That was kind. The way you just said that was really gross. <laughs> I mean, but it is. It, it's smarmy. No, it's it is. Dirty it is to demean somebody so the, the, to the ugh. first three episodes. It really does show kind of that dark side, but also the dream and what you're going for, yeah. what you're willing to do, and then it takes a turn. And episodes four, five, six, and seven, um, it just it came at a really interesting time to go back to some of the problems we were talking about. Our lease is up June 30th. You've heard us mention this before. I've been negotiating for two and a half months. Yeah. We're hitting our heads against a wall. We're hoping they take one of the final offers <laughs> that they that they are going to allow us to stay a little bit longer just so we are not rushed to suddenly be packing and moving during mm-hmm. all of this. Um, and, you know, it hit a point where I was talking to my parents. We were talking to my parents about the realities of certain things and, you know, my, my parents offered in the in the sweetest, and it comes from the greatest place, it's time to pack up, it's time to move home. This is it's no fault of our own. Things yeah. are going on. That's completely not yeah, our the fault. The economy tanked. The economy tanked. And, you know, if it was just Jason and I, we would go into a little studio somewhere and wait it out. But we have our precious little Lila <laughs> that we need to put first to make yeah. sure we do what's best for her and buy her. If she could just book a commercial. There we go. That would, you know, just start her <laughs> college savings account. Um, but, you know, we were really heartbroken all over this because oh, yeah. we want to, we do want to stay. I've been here for 13 years yeah. now. I've had so many close calls. It's the thought of walking away destroys me. Yeah. Jason's been here for years pounding the pavement and we've been working so hard on what we built. How do we walk away? And then there's a kind of thing of, well, how are we going to make rent? How are we actually going to pay for things out here with, you know, it's very lucky that you're going back to work, but we don't know what that's going to look like. Yeah. All we know is, thank God, healthcare and a minimal income. Right. So at least we've got that. My show permanently got the pin put into it last week. I was... It's you interesting. Know, I, I get the note, it. The, it's a permanent pin. It will the happen. We just don't know pin. when. It was the kind of thing of they said even if it comes back next year, you know, you're you're our cast. If you're canceled available. indefinitely, canceled indefinitely, <laughs> postponed indefinitely, postponed indefinitely. Um, and teaching is down because yeah. everyone's running into financial things. Yeah, of course. And it's that reality of what are we going to do? And Her, the like, the right thing to do, the smart thing to do, the responsible thing to do. To pack up is to pack up and go. and go home to Maryland. And then in a couple of years when things even back out, either come back out, go to Atlanta, go to New York, you know, do keep keep going. But that's just not what our hearts and souls are telling us to our, do. Our heads and our hearts are in massive they are conflict, massive with, each conflict other. with each other. And that's when we happen to watch the show Hollywood. And I think the last oh, few episodes cried hit so much. even stronger with us because of what's going on. Yeah. And we were so close that night to going, that's it, we're done, we have to go home, we have no choice, to then that fire of... Oh, Ryan Murphy. God, we got to keep <laughs> going. And then Ryan Murphy... You made a you made a good show. Just, you made a good one. Put us on the next one. <laughs> oh, yeah, that'd be lovely. <laughs> It'd be great. Um, um, but it's, it's, it is a wonderful show. It just makes you think... Reality versus fantasy versus yeah. the dream versus plausibility—just all of these things—in a time when we have no idea what what's around the corner. Like, yeah. Um, Interesting. Yeah. I've been I've been reading a lot in Deadline and uh, Medium and a few. I think backstage I read an article, maybe Variety. Um, I think it was Variety that um, a lot of the ultra low budget films for the next 18 months, those are going to be the projects that are going to go. Yeah. And also, um, 
studios that have enough content ready to shoot, they're just going to start shooting things off and stacking people against their conflicts and trying to figure things out. Was Tyler Perry, is that the one who said... He's just going to dorm people up in Basically dorm people, (laughs) and for the two or three week shoot, they're all just right there, and they'll get checked and do it. I think that's where productions are going to be moving to. The problem... I mean... The problem is getting the insurance waivers. True, getting true. Getting investors... So here's the And that does echo back to the days of the studio with contract actors and people on, you know, the sound stages and on the... Well, one of the issues is, so you, let's say you you get the $100 million to shoot your Will Smith project. Mm -hmm. Will Smith gets COVID. Right. You (laughs) You lose everything. You're not shooting that movie. No. So you're you're now shelving that movie. Well, all those people still need to eat, still need to work. Yep. So they're going to move on to other projects. Yep. So now you're stacked up, like, who's scheduled? Do you go by the director, the producers, or Will's? The actors, right. Well, Will makes the money, so you go yeah. by Will's schedule. Okay, well, Will can't work for two to four weeks, hopefully. You know, like, I mean, Will not, Smith is absolutely fine, by the way. Not that, I would, ever, <laughs> not that I would ever wish I wanted him, but I mean, like, any, any, just happened to pull any, that name. any A-list actor. Any A-list, right. That, that, any A-list actor that would open a film, even, even somebody who's not the super top-tier actor, if they're the person if that got your financing, it or if they got right, if you're if for some reason, you know, Mickey Rourke got you financing, or yeah. Dolph Lundgren got you financing, somebody who's in that like interesting tier of actor who can like definitely put butts right. in the seats, right? But also like hasn't really worked at that super like theatrical like huge box office hit level, but they're the one that got you the investing. If they have to pull out for the very whole, valid whole medical reasons, the whole thing falls apart. I mean. It, it's that's what's going to be great for those actors that are like the web series, um, occasional co-star, occasional guest star actor hey, in the next year. <laughs> well, and that's one of the things that was also really frustrating well, for us is that we were looking at everything going, we're so close. And if we ride this out, not that I want anyone to give up on their dreams. No, no, no. Everyone who's in LA, New York, Atlanta, but it's all Broadway's closed until, like, until forever. Labor Day at the <laughs> earliest. And okay, there are two sides of this and I'm curious as to what you think. Okay. Uh, maybe we should finish the thought we were about to finish first, though. I, I mean, I, w- I jumped. We decided that this is just a rambling episode because I, I there's so many emotions there's going so on. There's so many things please, going on. jump. I'm jumping. So as far as Broadway being closed down, it's compl- it's sad but totally understandable. There are people, again, I'm not on social media much, but what I did see today is after Garcetti announced certain things or Newsom announced certain things, you know, wear masks and this, that, and the other. The comments are like, I'm living my own life. Screw this. Screw you. And it's the kind of thing of what is your opinion on, you know, things like Broadway, things like the Hollywood Bowl, things like the social and artistic things that we, we've known and loved our whole lives. People actually buckling down, doubling down, even if they're feeling, feeling isolated, you know, there are ways to reach out and, and talk to people. Actually staying home and being responsible versus going, oh, it's not affecting me or I feel fine, but then they could go affect, infect other people. Well, and now that it's pushed through Labor Day, what is your opinion on are people going to jump back too fast as we're coming into phase two and phase three and it's going to extend longer? I think, do you think people are actually getting on board with how serious this is? Like, I what think do you it's think? a, I think, so producers by and large, top tier producers of your musical theater shows, your studio films, they're by and large going to be okay financially. So their opinion sometimes and their thought process, like most people, 
focuses on themselves first. I'm going to be healthy. I'm going to be fine. Those people down there are going to make me money. I'm going to offer them money to come back to work. I'm going to make them sign away their lives when they come back to work because they should protect themselves. They have absolutely every right to protect themselves. However, I think if you're going to require somebody to come back to work in order to provide them health care and you don't provide every last bit of protection, I think you should be held liable. Yeah. Oh, we were talking about that the other night. Yeah. But when it comes to things like Broadway shows, so you what, every third or fourth seat would have to be... I was going to say, how are they going to social distance a Broadway house? Every, it's every third or fourth no seat. No show is going to make enough money yeah. to keep going. Or um, you have to buy, you'd have to retrofit the every theater. Uh, did you see what that it was like? I think it was in Amsterdam. Um, there was a dining room tables along a river and they basically and built they those little greenhouses. It. Yeah. <laughs> you could do that for every two seats. So that couples can enjoy it together? Yeah. <laughs> but you'd have to, you'd have to, yeah, um, yeah. You'd have to build completely new, new acoustics. You'd have to build completely new sight lines. Everything. Everything. Everything would change. Test people's temperatures before they enter the theater. That's happening everywhere. I think that's not unreasonable. I think the um, the COVID-19 app and all of the paranoia with that is somewhat justified. Like the social tracing. Americans aren't used to big brother government. We don't like it. No. So we're afraid that giving up a little bit of freedom for that is okay. It's an interesting thing because I feel like the Patriot Act, it's like the Patriot Act in a different way. Like, yeah, you can listen to my phones. I'm not doing anything wrong. Now it's, you don't, why would you want to know where I've been? I don't have COVID. And it's weird. It's a weird time politically. It's all very weird. Politically, I I mean, in every way. I think it all dovetails so unfortunately into politics because we're not making we're not making decisions, not we, as in our inside of our home, but I think as a culture, we're not making decisions, and we haven't been for a while, about what bests the culture, what best protects, what best allows the, the country next generation, whole. not just the country, but the planet. If you look at what's happening, how clean the air is in Los Angeles. That has been... A beautiful silver lining. I haven't seen so many butterflies in a spring in LA. The butterflies, in years, the, the, well, ever for the me. Sea life, the the blue, the um, the blue, yeah, yes, the, the fluorescent bloom. Oh my yeah. gosh! In the in the water, it's like something out of Ferngully or yeah. Avatar. Yeah, but it's, it's but it's real. In the Venice canals are mm-hmm. dolphins. We're and in. We were actively poisoning this planet. Absolutely. Whether people believe in, you know... Climate change or climate, not. It's, it's real. beyond real. Sorry. And <laughs> I feel like this proves it to the, those who, who don't believe I, it. But It's totally responsible to be skeptical of your government. That is the, a healthy way to live. Be skeptical, but don't become a doubter just to be a doubter. Do your research. That actually involves peer-reviewed studies of people that are peer-reviewed by other peer review studies. <laughs> Don't just take a video on YouTube. Very redundant, but it was true. No, but the, the thing about um, actual journalism and the thing about actual scientific research is there are so many redundancies to stop false information getting to, out into the world yeah. that the cable news bubble, whether you're left or right, mostly right, but if you're left or right, it, you end up in this 
echo chamber of just hearing the information you want to hear over and over and over again. Yeah. If you actually want to do real research by people who have actually been peer reviewed by their peers and those peers have been peer reviewed as opposed to somebody who's been peer reviewed. And then that magazine (laughs) had to pull the article. There's a a, a faux documentary. There's a, I'm sorry. I'm so impassioned right now. I'm going to get so upset into this microphone. Um, There's a peer review. There's a peer review. There's a, um, a fake documentary and I will say fake documentary on YouTube called Plandemic. It is. That's the one you told me not to click, not to watch. Don't click it. Don't watch it. Okay. Um, I will not. <laughs> don't give it the views. Don't <laughs> I, give it the. Don't I give it the fuel, not. the oxygen. All right. Uh, no, no. The woman who, who's the the doctor who's the focus of the documentary, she had, did great, um, valiant research again um, for, on AIDS in the eighties and nineties. But she kind of went off on a deep end as far as being anti-vax, and uh, she wrote an article about um, I think it was chronic fatigue syndrome and its relationships to cancer or some type of infection. And um, that was uh, had to be pulled from Scientific Magazine after it was published. Now, in the documentary, she says that's because they're going against her, because the man. All of these situations, there's a they or there's a man that is so huge and involves operating so many different wings of every government, of every level of scientific research, academia, and corporation, that it's just too big to actually exist. If the Illuminati exists, it's like 15 people in a room. It's not, but it's, but it's just those 15 people. It's not hundreds upon hundreds upon yeah. thousands of people in industry all working against you. Side random injection. Uh, Hamilton is coming out live. Yes. The, the original Broadway recording on uh, yes. Disney Plus in July. We can feel guilty about, we can, we can no longer need to feel guilty <laughs> about watching the bootleg video of somebody from the mezzanine that took. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Um, but no, it's, uh, I, I said to him the other night, I said to Jason, something along the lines of, you know what? Let's just be the first Jewish president and first lady. Just go in there and just just fix it and make well, it all better. Because we were watching, we were watching the documentary. <laughs> Becoming. Yeah, which docu- oh yeah, because we were watching Becoming, which my oh, book club had read that book. I love um, Michelle last Obama. Year, and we watched the documentary just to see what my was going on. And just God. my mom was there, so the book tour when it came to DC, that was part of the documentary, and my mom was there. In the in the back in the way <laughs> in the way back, um, but she called me. It was eleven p.m. here, so it was two a.m. there. I thought I was getting a call that someone was in the hospital forbid, or yeah. something, and a horrible had happened. And she was buzzing. She said the electricity in there was yeah. like nothing she had ever experienced. And there's just there are certain people that are magical and powerful in electric and electric in such yeah. a positive way. And we just, you know, want to need to get that caliber back in leadership. In leadership, you know, <laughs> however that may that may look, just to, for the betterment of our country and, and of the world long term. Yeah, shifting gears totally separately because we didn't even mention at the beginning. We have to give a Lila update. So Lila, what's our Lila update? I mean, there's so much. She has grown. Oh, okay, I thought there's something specific. She's grown <laughs> so much in the last month alone. She's so tall. She's walking and running like crazy and she's talking like a little person Person. all of a sudden. It's crazy. Full sentences. I got the cutest video on Mother's Day. She started saying that morning, what's going on? And we were out in our little driveway area and there was was some music playing next door. They were doing a Mother's Day dinner. And she goes, what's going on? And I went there playing loud music. She goes, music. And she's just so 
to watch her little mind grow. Oh, yeah, we watched and her first movie today. We did. We wah, bit the wah, bullet. We gave in. She watched <laughs> Moana with us. We watched it all together. And oh, she. Oh, you mean we didn't just leave her alone in the room and do so? Do oh, my gosh. She loved it. Well, she started asking for a baby Moana, baby Moana, a couple days ago um, because there's a little clip. On one of the songs, there's she's at the very beginning when Baby Moana sees when when the heart of the ocean is presented to her as a Mm -hmm. baby, and she goes, Baby Moana, Baby Moana, and it was adorable. But one of my favorite things that she's doing right now, there there are three actually. One, she is at that insane age where she's a sponge and repeats everything, but she's truly starting to understand. Yes, so she's at the point where when we're singing lullabies, she'll break off from nursing. And, and sing, sing along. along with me. Sometimes the words aren't there in full. Sometimes she has full phrases of the words um, of the song. She does twinkle, twinkle, and all these other things. She was pointing at a star yesterday or the day before. She was pointing at a star and goes, twinkle star. And then we sang the whole song together. Aww. And I just was like, whoa. Yeah. Tonight I was putting her down. And normally, you know, we read three books and we turn off the light and we rock and nurse and, and sing a few songs before going around the room to say goodnight. And she goes... Twinkle, twinkle, star. So I sing, twinkle, twinkle, little star. And then she goes, rockabye. So I sing, rockabye, baby. And then she goes, moon, moon, which is that I see the moon song. And normally just do those three. And I went to stand up. She goes, no, no, more twinkle. <laughs> so I, I sit back down. We do more twinkle. And she goes, more rockabye. We do more rockabye. So I stand up as we're doing I see the moon to get this going. And she goes, more twinkle. So I'm singing it a third time. And, you know, you're doing it slow and calm and to go to sleep and she picks her head up off my shoulder and goes faster (laughs) 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 and I was like you're doing it too slow okay so I pick up the pace and she like danced along with her head for a minute and we said goodnight to the room and it was just precious she's doing the same thing with books Mm -hmm. her favorite books she's heard so many times she's actually learning what's on what page based on the picture her memory is so just mind blowing My, my little brother Zach did this on our 1993 family tape. So he was just shy of three. Uh, he was doing it to Big Bird, Little Bird. They had, you know, Big big World, Small World. So like Big Bird would be like, I like big mountains. And Little Bird would go, I like little moleholes. And he knew the whole book. So he's sitting there and he's, he's flipping through and reading. And she was doing that with How to Catch a Mermaid. And she does it with Hungry Little Caterpillar. And it's just amazing to see. And then I think my favorite of all of them right now is we say goodnight and go around the room and, you know, I give her a kiss and we have our little goodnight phrase and I lay her down and the very end of the goodnight phrase is, uh, goodnight, I love you, sweet dreams. And she started going, oh, thank you, <laughs> to the sweet That's dreams. So and sometimes says sweet dreams to you or you too, but it is just... She says see you later a lot. She says see you later. See you later. See you later. She's just a joy. I think... Having a little girl has made my vocabulary more wholesome. Well, it forced you to. Well, it forced me to, but also <laughs> just like when I'm when I'm like when I say oh geez or oh man, and for the next yes, hour she's going oh man oh geez oh geez oh geez oh geez oh, oh man I love her oh man oh man, but oh geez she throws her head back oh geez oh geez and it's just so endearing it's good. and then puts things into perspective of yes the decisions we make we need to pursue our dreams. We need to keep going. Like we were saying before, right now, as volatile and crazy as it is here, to be here as it's all being rebuilt, to be on the ground floor like and be here. Like a phoenix rising from the ashes. <laughs> it's true, though. 
we don't know what it's going to look like. No, we can we don't. be the pioneers with yeah. our years and years of experience being here and reformatting and reshifting and taking it into the new, you know, we're part of that group to shape it. Mm-hmm. So we can't leave, but how are we going to stay? So those are the, <laughs> that's the big dilemma. We need to launch a Patreon our, so people uh, can fund us. In our, in our <laughs> lives at the moment. And there's a theater for sale. The theater of Glendale is for sale. Right? Anybody have $6 million to just, you know, save this theater and then we can all put on shows there together all the and time and it'll be live awesome. There? <laughs> I mean, at first, because we, we won't be We can be the Phantoms of the Opera. The Phantom of the Opera. Box five, man. <laughs> God, we'd have to put in a box five. Um, we might have to put in boxes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just one box, label just, it box Just five. one. <laughs> the one singular box for box five. <sighs> but yeah, I know things are volatile. I know they're uncertain. But at the end of the day, like we were saying, staying optimistic and staying true to your heart and true to your soul is so important. And, and I know it's easy to super lose that. Lucky, you know, we've got, but we've got a roof, we've got food, we've got each other. Yeah. Um, and at the end of the day... None of our family will let any of those things become untrue. Right. Whether that's us in Maryland. Or Vegas. Or Vegas. Or, or wherever that may be. <laughs> but, I mean, it's, it's, I used to say it to my former clients. If you can imagine yourself doing anything else and even being remotely happy doing it, do it. This industry is not for you. If you eat, breathe every fiber of your being, this is it. Yeah. Stay with it and keep going. And it's, it's scarier if, now than ever, yeah. but... If anything gotta was going to make me want to walk away, this would have been the This would have been it. Yeah. You did say to me a couple weeks ago, <laughs> we were both in tears. You were like, is this it? Is COVID what kills it? Is this is this it? Does COVID kill the dream? Does COVID kill the dream? And I mean, we've had some really hard conversations lately, but we're going to... We will continue to have them. We will continue <laughs> to have them, especially <laughs> as June approaches and we don't know where we will be living. In July. But... You know, in or July for Lila's birthday, she's going to have chocolate cake for the first time. And a new home. Um, womp womp. No, I think they're going to take <laughs> one of the three the, deals. The, the month to month. <laughs> I, I, I think that the deals we laid out are. We'll knock on wood. Oy, oy, oy. I, I think find that's some wood. wood. I think that that's laminate. That's laminate. <laughs> um, yeah. But I am proud to be going through it with you, even on the days when we drive each other crazy. High five. High five. But. I love you. Love you too. And this is crazy, but we're getting through it. Yeah. And we're back. I mean, I, I'm hoping that we get back on track of every week. I think things just got so crazy yeah, that the days were blending together. An emotional and then wreck. It's just been emotional, yeah. but we want to do this for ourselves. We want to do this for all of you. Thank you again to each and every one of you who reached out. That really yeah. meant the world it makes to us. Makes a smile. Um, and we're here, and, and we love you all, and thank you all for tuning in. Like you say, my love. I'm Amelia Myers. And I'm Jason Rosewell. And this, this has, has been, been Married to Hollywood. Hollywood. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Stay healthy.